how do you think the uh, aryan people who reside all across the country where they claim they originated from kashmir got to those places today that they are residing now for example a place near mangalore which is in karnataka has a lot of different communities which are uh, aryan ancestors which have aryan ancestors for example the gsb community or some of the brahmin community continue so i mean there are a lot of theories it is it depends on what theory you uh, you follow there are theories that even the uh, even the uh, most of the dravidians also uh, claim that the civili- uh, civilization of india was one and this aryan dravidian divide was brought in as a uh, what do you call that as a brought in by the british too as uh, as an extension to divide and rule within the hindu communities or the uh, native indian uh, communities to further divide them and uh, you know keep them separate Okay, when you say native indian like in cont- subcontinent of subcontinent india, of india people yeah people might get confused yeah. yeah so it depends on what theory you follow uh, there the most prevalent theory and the most accepted by the international community is the aryan invasion theory saying uh, by max miller that says the aryans came from the steppes of uh, iran or or central asia into and poured into india and chased the dravidian population down and 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 all of that and then settled in the gangetic plains and then india was invaded more and more and the shakyas came and the greece came and they uh, had their own uh, uh, you know uh, stints as rulers of india and then the blood got mixed and mixed this actually uh, indications of indication that's proved uh, this one that we have a lot of african blood also brought in because when the uh, iranians and the persians traded with us they brought in a lot of uh, black slaves as well so i mean uh, india is a has always been a you know mishmash and melting pot of cultures from a long time but you know distilling it all to one uh, theory personally i don't believe that uh, i don't believe as much in the aryan invasion theory as the international communi- community believes in and hitler has taken the tag aryan and you know made it his he's taken the swastika and made it his so today if there is a hindu temple with a swastika or a buddhist temple with a swastika in the states or in europe It, it's it's stoned because it's a it's Nazi. a symbol of uh, blasphemy and a, uh, you know Nazi symbol. Mm. So, I mean, uh, what do you have to uh, say? That, that points make uh, that uh, the Indian community, the Aryan uh, uh, community, was spread all over the Middle Asia and uh, part of. the middle Iran, india huh? india uh, uh, living around uh, the so southernmost uh, I- india that that gives a idea of akanda bharat that where where till where it extends so we had persia in our i mean as far as the script uh, shastras go like ramayana mahabharata and itihasas go i think our the akanda bharat extended towards kandahar or gandhar or afghanistan current day afghanistan beyond that i i, I don't particularly no, if, if, remember if, if aryan traits pariha was pariha was this one but then it was shown as a different kingdom and not part of the akhanda bharata if i am if i am if what i know is correct if you if you say the aryans were present aryan traits were found in the that part of the world then that, that means 
Aryans, Aryans no, no, the, 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 the prevailing theory is they came from there, not as we went from from, no, no. from here. That if we were existing there, and that land also belongs to belongs to the idea of the the bigger uh, Indian Union. So, what do you understand with this uh, theory that uh, this region that I mentioned earlier has uh, where this area is known for its Dravidian? No, no, not Dravidian. This area is known for its origin to come have come from uh, Parshurama Srishti, and where he has brought with him twelve Brahmins to this place to nourish it in terms of uh, culture and uh, you know I- I- in a form of uh, what do you call it? Culture in the form of prayer. No, there are different. Again, there are con- different and conflicting theories for that because it's ve- it was very recently when. Uh, I heard from a scholar who opines that this area was uh, was the Srishti of Vishwamitra. So of course, there is a sto- there's, there's, there's a very famous legend which is of Kerala and but a bit of Tulnadu also. comes immediately after uh, the Parshurama Srishti area, is it not? Y- yes and no, both. Uh, I mean, of course, uh, when some in some uh, Japa traditions there are allusions to what is whose Srishti. But uh, you know, keeping all of that aside, there is this theory of, or, or I wouldn't call it theory. There is this myth, <coughs> or truth, whatever you want to call it, of Parshurama throwing his axe and uh, the water seceding. Similarly, there is this theory of uh, Vishwamitra, you know, stomping on the ground and the water seceding, and then that being his kingdom. And then there is this theory of the Trishanku Swarga somewhere in the Himalayas, where uh, another uh, Swargalok was created for Trishanku and uh, for to rule us. Uh, you know Indra. I, I, if I am correct, uh, Mr. Acharya, Drishanku Swarga in the this one. So I mean, those are those are theories. So those give credence to some communities' claims of being something. There are communities that claim that uh, Ravan w- was from their tribe all the way in North India. How can that be? Right. There are uh, tribes in Sri Lanka that says Ravan was there. This one. Uh, same thing with the, this. Uh, character in the Mahabharata called Barbarika or uh, who is the grandson of Bhima and the son of uh, Gatodgaja but he finds no mention in uh, the uh, Vyasa Mahabharata. They are folk legends that have come and they are folk legends that have come in different 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 places. Gatusham is another name that is associated with him. So these folk legends can come anywhere and communities can have a story. Again you cannot say that this person wrote the story out. You cannot say it is false because the whole community has grown up uh, believing it. Similarly with the Aryan Dravidan, it may have been something that the British has cooked up because uh, this Gondwana land or Deccan or Dravid, somehow the connection might have uh, come up. But the, I, uh, the name Arya is something that is associated with uh, somebody respect. who is, uh, yeah, as a term of respect. And it, it, it does not necessarily have to mean the uh, fairest complexion, yeah. North Indians or the darker, I mean, uh, um, uh, stereotypically, yeah. so darker co- uh, complexioned uh, South Indians. It, it is a term of endearment people or it's a term of respect that uh, this one. People have given it different uh, connotations and uh, you cannot pinpoint it to somebody or something. For example, Harijan, the name Harijan can be pinpointed to Gandhi because he started it or he started calling it. But that has grown beyond him. It has grown to encompass a lot of things. Whether they want to be called it or not is another question altogether. If you if, if you tell that uh, Aryans, uh, or if you if you say that 
Brahmins are are related. Uh, if Brahmins are called Aryans, then uh, Ravana is in down south in Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. and he is a Brahmin. Yeah, he was half Brahmin, half Rakshasa. No, Though that that is Rakshasa is is for He's the other other party. For Rama's party, He's he, a he, because of what work he do, he is one of the Parama Shiva Bhakta. Mm-hmm. In that matter, he got the Shiva Dhanusu from uh, by by doing the penance. Shiva Dhanasu. was doing Shiva Dhanasu. He got it from Shiva. No, Pinaka was never with the. Shiva Dhanasu was broken by Rama, no? Yeah, but he, he got it from. He Shiva. got. He bro, bro, bro. Pinaka was. Rama broke Shiva Dhanasu. So he could marry, Na, marry Sita. He got Shiva's sword. sword yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so how do you term that. Uh, Again, all Brahmins those, those, are Aryans and. Yeah, we are not terming it. That's what the discussion is about. No, even even if the British cooked up, they cooked the wrong uh, dish. Because Britain is not known for food at all. No, see, there is there is a theory. There is a theory by there is a theory by British Indologists that says Madhvacharya was inspired by Christian ideals. So yeah, so you. But there is no uh, anthropological or historical evidence that any Christian settlement was there anywhere. Where Mat- that is this area at that time. Of course, Christianity yeah. came to India much before uh, the Portuguese came, and uh, there were Christian missionaries working and Christian, uh, you know, activities happening. But Madhvacharya, having come into contact with he uh, with Christianity, is the pro- possibility is very low. But then because uh, of the miracles he uh, uh, you know performed, and because of his life, closely resembling uh, and the legends closely resembling. Uh, and his supposed persecution by the Advaiti community at that time closely resembles uh, life of Jesus. Life of Jesus. You put two and two together and uh, cook up this story or or claim this was true. Yeah, as a how that uh, is that is that that can go either way. It, it is it's inference. Uh, like in the uh, in the uh, uh, pramanas, there are three pramanas uh, if I am correct. Uh, the anumana, the uh, pratyaksha, and the shabda. So this was an inference that is Anumana Pramana. This happened, this happened, so these two are likely in this way and that's why this and happened. And how weak uh, certain people call uh, Advaitis as Prachanna Bhauda because whatever he said is nothing but uh, uh, again Buddhism in a different uh, packet of uh, branding. Exactly. So uh, for you can simplify it that way or you can you can, you can can go deeper and find out, uh, find out more. That's just claims by one sect or the other. So, uh, what personally I feel, I I think you should contribute more to this discussion also. Uh, uh, personally, I feel was at the time period when Advaita philosophy was was uh, propagated or was popular or was uh, you know taking birth, the Buddhist philosophy was uh, taking more credence and more popularity because it was simple, and uh, Sanatan Dharma or Hinduism at that point of time was much more complicated. And that is why uh, Shankaracharya sought to uh, simplify Hinduism for the for the country, and uh, automatically everyone became uh, uh, you know Advaitis. Advaitis. And then there were other philosophers like Ramanuja or uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or uh, the other propagators of other uh, Philosophy. Hindu philosophies, Charvaka philosophy or any uh, things like that. They sought to they they saw loopholes, they saw uh, gaps or they saw unexplained uh, uh, holes. Or gaps in the uh, in the philosophical discourse, 
and that is why to explain those things they came up with their own philosophies like Vishishta Dvaita, Chintya Abheda, Abheda, uh, uh, Madhvacharya in this region, uh, Tattvavada or Dvaita philosophy as it is so called and, and contrary to popular belief Madhvacharya did not start Dvaita philosophy, he merely revived it and gave it a more strong structure. Uh, he is not the uh, he is not the person who started Dvaita philosophy. Uh, uh, aside from that, this this whole um, uh, uh, you know dogma that we are in, or this whole uh, you know soup that we are in, is just a means of understanding where science or cognition fails to explain some some things and uh, they have their own uh, you know lifespan uh, it was a very recent discussion i was having with the uh, professor uh, of mine where the concept of made mm-hmm. or uh, the uh, you got to explain it to our viewers what made is uh, yeah made is 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 juta in hindi yeah. or or uh, something that touches your mouth when you are in a prayer hall when you are doing the puja and when you are touching the holy articles uh, with which you do the puja, Made is not allowed, right? But the the concept of mask inside the temple or inside the Garbhagodi or as a viewer, as a, when you go to do the darshana itself, the concept of mask which is touching your mouth and you may or may not touch the uh, that article, uh, that, that mask with your hand. So essentially you, you are uh, you are impure or you are the concept of pure or impure is that no muddy means you are pure as in you have not touched any of your unhygienic and scientific way yeah, uh, your armpits or your mouth or your uh, you know uh, phallic region or whatever uh, uh, this one the concept of muddy brings uh, sci- uh, scientifically or co- uh, this is this is realistically brings into this question the, you are not allowed to be impure in the garbagodi but if you have to wear a mask legally, if it is mandated, what do you do? Same thing is with uh, alcohol. Sanitizers. If you uh, sanitizers have alcohol, but you are using that inside the mosque. inside no inside the temples. temples. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a problematic uh, conundrum that you are in. So philosophies, I think, have to evolve and change with times, and uh, the change change in looking uh, at theology or God through Dvaita, through Advaita, through Vishistha Dvaita has a has taken this evolution itself. It is not necessarily something, some contradictory uh, philosophies. It is just evolution over time. Is 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 what I feel. And uh, there can be more discussions and deliberations, but we'll 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 find another time to talk about that.